Hey, it's Domestic Don, Josh Landers, with another episode of the microdosing, daily dosing of this podcast. And first off, I just want to say, except for all of you five listeners that I have out there, everybody who downloads me, and I'm up to, I think, 541 downloads now, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big swinger in the world of podcasting, I just want to say this. You guys are all pussies. You're all pussies, all of you. Yeah, sure, it's real. Everything's real. The world is on fire. We understand that. But you're just pussies. That's the that's the bottom line of it. And all of you say any of this would be better with a Democrat in office. Any of this would be better. You're wrong. You're just simply fucking wrong. This would all be the same if we had Clinton in office, if we have Biden in office, if we have fucking Buttigieg, jidge, 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 jidge. Uh, if we had Bernie Sanders. I think it's all going to be the same. Same response, maybe with a little more tactful responses uh, than what Trump is doing, but it's the same. It's it's all the same. They don't give a shit about you. So stop being a pussy and you got to fend for yourself. Go out there and hoard. Go out there and pillage. Go out there and, and steal. Get what you need to do. Make it like the fucking Watts riot or the LA riots. Go out there. Break some windows. Fuck shit up. Throw a shopping cart through the uh, uh, fucking uh, a kiosk in Big Lots to get your granola bars. Do it. This is what they're pushing us towards. So do it. Stop being a pussy. Stop self-fucking-isolating yourself. Stop uh, social distancing yourself. I've been doing that for years. I've been social distancing myself since fucking 94, probably. Uh, and I'm still alive. So buck up. Buck up, cowboys and cowgirls. It's going to be a ride. And again, I don't know. Would it be better better if if Biden was president right now? I don't think so. Is it going to be better if he wins? Which he won't. He won't win. Trump's going to wipe the fuck his ass with Biden. That's what he's going to do. It's going to happen. And I'm calling it right now, March 13th, 2020. Trump will easily win this election. Easily. Easily. And I'm not saying it's good or bad. I don't give a shit anymore. It just doesn't matter. The Democrats have eaten themselves. They fucked it up. They fucked it up. Biden is an idiot. Have you watched any of this shit with Biden? He's creepy. He's a fucking creeper. Watch. I, I just went on this rabbit hole thread threads of Biden with touching girls, women in weird ways, blowing on their ears, smelling their hair, kind of rubbing his hand, his old creepy veiny fucking white man hand translucent hand across the little girl's chests and you can see the little ugh, shock and horror on these little girls faces ugh. mommy daddy i know you want a photo op i know this is a good opportunity for us as a family but i'm scared this young man this old man just rubbed my young chest it's creepy watch their faces it does it's he's a fucking weirdo he's a weirdo he always has been a fucking weirdo. I haven't followed him for the last 40 years because uh, I don't care. But just those videos alone, get, they're cringy, as my son, was, as the cool kids today would say. Cringy. Cringeworthy. Just watch. He's, he's, fucking, he's a menace. He's a menace. And anything that he's done is creepier than what anything Trump has ever done. Yeah, does Trump kiss his daughter on the lips and slap her ass and jiggle a fucking uh, motorboat or titties? Probably, but that's creepy. But at least she's of consenting age at this point. Uh, but I don't know. Just look at look at that and take it for what it is. So nothing would change. Nothing would change. You got a fucking red hat. You got a blue hat. Red tie, blue tie. None of this shit would change. We're still going to go out there as a fucking society and be humans. And humans in masses are retarded. 
Human and masses don't know how to think. Human and masses fight over the pettiest shit, most petty stuff out there. So it, it's no, nothing's going to change at all, whether you're a fucking Democrat or Republican. I just take a sip of my uh, uh, turmeric uh, tea here. You guys ever put turmeric in your coffee? That's what saves me. That's what saves me from the old corona. Turmeric. It's good for the liver, too. It leaves a little uh, sheen on your lips after you drink it for a while. Uh, but I'm set up for this shit. I'm set up for this. I know I am. Uh, I haven't felt good since 2005, probably. I feel like shit on a daily basis. And over the last couple of weeks, of course, I wake up. Uh-oh. Is that the corona seeping in? I got a little pain behind my eyes. I'm tired. I got the sniffles. I coughed into my elbow. I vampire coughed. Uh-oh. Do I have it? No, that's just, I feel like shit. I feel like shit. And I think the people who will survive this, the people who are going to survive this pandemic swimmingly and just fucking like a knife, hot knife through butter, they're going to get through this without any care in the world of how much pasta they have in their cabinet or how many beans they have in their pantry. Because I think recovering addicts or current addicts, alcoholics, recovering alcoholics, they're going to get through it. Do you know why? Because I know, too, being an alcoholic or whatever the fucking hybrid I am of alcoholism, I've been sober five or six days now, and I haven't even had a, a, an urge or an inkling to drink right now. I probably will tonight. I'll get to that later. Uh, but I don't, it, it, I, I don't feel the, the shivers and the bends. I don't feel that need or the night sweats right now. But I know what those feel like. I know what it feels like to try to detox yourself after a, a, a fun fucking four-day weekend of, of debauchery and just treating your body like shit and fucking buying Delamex rolled tacos uh, from Safeway at one in the morning and fucking microwaving those up to get some sort of sustenance in your body so you could just fucking do it all over again the next morning. I know what that feels like. I know what those night sweats feel like and that weird tingling sensation you have running through your entire body like fucking ants, red ants are crawling all over you and you can't... I don't even know what it would be like to have heroin, heroin withdrawals or fucking meth withdrawal. I have no idea what that's like. That's, that's worse. You puke, you fucking throw up all over the curtains. Watch the curtains, Jerry or Elaine. Whatever that episode of Seinfeld was years ago. Um, but it's tough. Detoxing is tough, but I think those people know what the struggle and the pain is of your body. Uh, athletes probably know a little bit how, what it feels like to be beat up and fucking have broken bones and ribs that don't heal correctly and knees like I have that don't heal correct. And we know it, right? So we're fucking, let's group up. Let's group up the alcoholics, the addicts out there. I think we're going to get through this pretty well because it's just a cold, isn't it? Maybe people are dying. They are dying. I know that. I understand that. But people die. That's what happens. And maybe this is just a swifter death. Death. Uh, maybe this is something that will need to sort of quell the population. Maybe this is something that's needed. You know, if, if the cruise ships, it happened. It, cruises shouldn't, people shouldn't go on cruises. And you could tell what's happened there. It's fate. It's all fate. You got to believe in that. You have no control. You have no locus of control. You either believe in fate or you don't. And this is all, is this fate? I think it might be. Or is it just, you know, do we, did we bring this upon ourselves? Are we to blame? It's like the gambler, right? You got to know when to hold them. Did, uh, uh, do you know when to fold them? If you don't, you're relying on fate. Gamblers rely on fate. Addicts probably rely on fate as well. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this all plays out. But it's a big day in the neighborhood of the Landers clan. Big day today. Big momentous day. 
the sun is not shining finally because it's fucking cloud. We finally had some fucking clouds and weather coming into California for once this whole winter. Uh, this nuclear winter that's happening. And fucking, we're finally going to get some rain maybe. Uh, but it's a momentous occasion. My wife and I are celebrating our 16th wedding anniversary. Well, not celebrating, but it is our 16th wedding anniversary today. So 16 years ago, we tied the fucking knot. I don't understand why we did. I don't know how we've lasted this long because it's been a fucking rocky road, uh, just like any marriage is. Uh, but I, has it been that rocky? I don't know, but it seems like, Jesus Christ, how the fuck did we make it? Uh, three or four states uh, back and forth removed. Um, I don't know. We're, we're still here. We're still rocking it. Uh, we have two kids. They're still alive. They're still thriving uh, in, this, in this cesspool. So we've done something. We've done something. But 16 years ago, Jesus Christ, that's crazy. And you know how we're going to celebrate it? I don't think we are. I think tomorrow night we might try to go out if our 14-year-old son can get his ass in gear and put his sister help put his sister to sleep. If that happens, then yeah, maybe we will have an adult night out. Maybe we'll go out for more than two hours and trying to rush home before the fucking movie ends so the kids don't start yelling at each other uh, without any parental supervision. And what happened to kids? That's what's fucked up. If this coronavirus happened when I was 13, 14 years old, we'd be fucking partying in the streets. My school hasn't been canceled yet. My wife's school, this whole area's schools are still open. We're like in the middle of, of a viral, uh, I guess, warehouse. That's what schools are. We're just, we're just part of it. We're part of the virus. We, we perpetuate it. We, uh, we exponentially grow it, right? That's what schools are. And fucking, they're saying don't go to a place now with any more than 250 people at one time. I, I have been at the front lines, bitches. I've been there fucking running towards the bullets, not running away. I'm going into fire, enemy fire. I'm going towards the enemy lines. Every time I walk into work, I'm going into a place with more than 250 people. There's 400 and something fucking kids at this school. It's a, it's a virus factory. How come it hasn't been canceled yet? Is that not enough fear? Is there not enough fear swirling around to cancel this school? No, because there hasn't been a, a known case yet. There has not been a confirmed case in this county that is threatening the livelihood of all of us. But aren't we threatening the livelihood of all of us anyways? And even fucking teachers are getting up in arms. They're wearing fucking masks and gloves and sanitizing their fucking eyeballs. Spraying shit all over their, their fucking crotch. Because I think it's spreading every... If it's there, it's already fucking there. None of this shit's going to matter. None of it works. It doesn't matter how many Clorox wipes you have. It doesn't matter how many fucking rolls of toilet paper you have to wipe your dick. It, it's it's going to happen. It's there. It's out in the air, isn't it? It's, it's airborne as fucking the 1994 movie Outbreak. If you guys remember that with fucking Juno's Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman, right? Uh, um, if... You remember that movie? It went airborne eventually. This one's airborne too. So it's everywhere. But yeah, self-isolate yourself. Self, you know, social distance yourself. I'm cool with that. I'm good with that. Like I said, I do that on a fucking daily basis. I do that every day. I drink alone in my garage. I don't have any friends. So it says even like, oh, before you even contact your friends or want to have a maybe a family game night with a neighbor or someone you know down the street or someone you've known since high school, make sure they have social distanced themselves too. Make sure they have self-quarantined and isolated themselves from society. But you know what? If you're already that person, you've never social distanced yourself. You're one of those jabby, 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 fucking always talking to people. You're always having friends over for fucking tea and wine and crumpets. 
That's what you're. That's in your nature. So you're fucked because you don't know how to be alone. You don't know how it is to walk into the woods and feel good just when there's nothing there. And what's fantastic so far is that I don't think dogs can get it. I don't think raccoons can get it. I don't think fucking deer can get the coronavirus. So we can go out there and live amongst nature. We can live amongst the animals, not the human animals, but other animals. We can actually be around them and get attacked by fucking cougars. Not women at the at the bar late at night uh, that are probably still out there. Because you know what? Cougars, they don't give a shit about fucking coronavirus. They'll still sit on their corner fucking stool at their hometown bar, their neighborhood bar, and they will wait there for some fucking craggly dick. That's what they're going to do. They don't give a shit about coronavirus. They're fucking drinking their whiskey. They're drinking their fucking Manhattans if they can afford it. They're doing that shit because they don't care. But I'm talking about the mountain lions out there. I'm talking about the cougars that can actually kill you, not with syphilis, but with their claws and fangs. Well, I guess women can do that too. But we're going to be fine, right? If you learn how to be by yourself, if you have Netflix... If you have Amazon Prime, they're still going to deliver shit, right? That's not going away. Jeff Bezos doesn't give a fuck about the coronavirus. He'll still deliver shit to your door. Are, are there sanitizing wipes still available on Amazon? Do they still have Charmin and and uh, uh, Cottonelle? Do they still have that? I'm sure they do. I'm sure they're getting it from China. They still got they, they got the Wuhan. They got the Wuhan, Wuhan, whatever it is. They got that fucking product shipping in every day on these big, giant fucking cargo ships that are probably plastered with coronavirus. It's probably all over those places. They don't care. They'll still get it to your door the next day delivery if you have Amazon Prime. And then if you have Amazon Prime, you still have more shit to stream. Get Hulu. Get everything. Get HBO Go. Go get every get every streaming service you can because for two weeks you're gonna be in your home and you have nothing to do and God forbid that bid the internet in, heaven for Betsy uh, uh, that the internet goes out because if it does you won't know what to do with yourself you won't know what to do with yourself but I know what to do with myself because it's my anniversary and that's what we're gonna do we're gonna self isolate ourselves which my wife and I have been doing since 2004 I guess right since we've been married we've been self isolating ourselves. Uh, I guess on our own, right? We've been cognizant about it. We've been like, yeah, let's move. Nah, let's move here. We're not happy. Oh, let's move here. We're not happy again. This job sucks. Let's move. She's a little bit more on path than I am in terms of careers. Uh, she will go from like stay at a job for years and then go to another job for years. I won't. I'll stay at a job for a year, maybe, and then switch to another job and then have another job and then I have a second job and then have a third job. Right. So I, I just don't care. So I've been isolating myself in that regard, socially, consciously, mentally for years and years and years, just like I've been building up my immune system by drinking myself to death, just like I've been building up my immune system by buying fucking El Monterey chimichangas at one in the morning. I, I've been building up my immune system for self-isolation as well. So all of you out there, you recluses, the fucking Nerds in high school who couldn't get laid or could have but didn't because you were too scared of the consequences and you're just too scared of sticking it somewhere that you just didn't understand and you still don't understand to this day and age. You're going to be fine. You'll be now the cream of the crop. You're going to be like that fucking Chinese dude in Walking Dead. Who was that guy? The guy who got eventually bashed in the head. Glenn? Do you remember Glenn from Walking Dead? He was a fucking pizza delivery driver, wasn't he? Isn't that the first episode? Pizza delivery guy? And he can't be turned into what? 
the cream of the crop. He was the stud. He was the dude that everyone looked through, looked to to get through the zombie apocalypse. He was the guy. He was the shit. That, that's what we need. We need all these people who work shit jobs, who've never had any goals in life, who've never really accomplished anything. We need a pandemic. We need a, an apocalypse for these people to start rising through the ashes and become their destiny. Who they've been all along. The strong ones. The ones who don't give a fuck. The ones who be like, well, my life has been shit always. So you know what? Now life is shit all around me. I know how to live in this. Sh I know how to live. I know how to live. It's like all the rich kids out there. They won't know how to fucking survive this. They don't know how to deal with any of this shit. If they don't have a full pantry, if they don't have a full refrigerator, they have no clue how to survive. And let's pop my kids. We're not rich, but my kids won't know how to survive. They're fucked. They've lived a life of privilege so far in their young lives. Their entire existence has been privilege to a certain extent. And again, we're not well off. We're not wealthy people. But they go out once a week. We go out once a week to restaurants. Once a week we go out usually with our kids to a restaurant. That is unfathomable to me as growing up. That didn't happen. If my mom would have brought my brother and I home a couple of Mexi Melts from Taco Bell after her night shift at whatever job she was working at at the time, we would be ecstatic. We'd be sitting there laying on the pull-out couch watching some fucking stupid MTV show. Or maybe they had music videos back then. I think they might have still. We'd be watching fucking Headbangers Ball at 11 o'clock or midnight on a Friday and hear mom's old shitty Dotson pull up into the driveway. And we'd be like, oh, I wonder if she brought us Mexi-Melts tonight. And then she would come in and we'd smell that intoxic intoxicating aroma of melted cheese, the mix of Monterey and, and cheddar and spices and the packaged fucking jalapeno, whatever they put in Mexi Melts. I don't even know, do they make Mexi Melts anymore at Taco Bell? Whatever they had, and my brother and I would be like, yes, yes, we've went out, we've gone out. We're, we, we're eating fast food on a Friday night watching fucking Headbangers Ball. And, and rocking out to Dawkins and Dio and hopefully fucking waiting for and tonight exit not whatever the fuck it is uh, waiting for fucking Metallica to come on you know then then that Mexi melt ah oh, you can smell it through the bag the Taco Bell bag and it just brings you back to childhood and that's what we had and my kids are going to fucking restaurants with fucking waiters and shit and people have to leave tips. That's where we're going. Yeah, sometimes we'll go to In-N-Out. Sometimes we'll go to a fucking Mexican place that we don't have to leave maybe a buck or two if we're taking a to-go order. Because you should tip. You should even tip those people. More so now than ever. Tip. All right? These people are not going to have jobs soon. We're not going to go out to eat anymore. We're going to have to eat our rations. We're going to have to eat the shit that we have in our cupboards that have been fucking, I guess, back corner in the dark, cobwebby corner of our cabinets that's what we're gonna have to start eating now because we're gonna have to eat that fucking panko crumbs we're gonna have to eat that granola that's been shoved in the back of the refrigerator because you're trying to get healthy for a month we're gonna have to eat all that shit we're gonna have to eat the gluten-free uh fucking flour that you bought because again you heard that y you have gluten or what's the fucking celiac what asperger's no i think it's celiac disease right you have celiac you thought you had celiac because your gut wasn't working well so you tried the kombucha, you tried the fucking fermented foods, your kimchi and your sauerkraut, and that wasn't working because your gut still felt off. But maybe because you were eating like shit. Maybe it wasn't the gluten at all. Maybe it was something else. 
I don't know. But yeah, tip. You got to tip those people. But the lap of luxury is, and well, you know, well, you know who should tip? Rite Aid employees, CVS workers, people who, again, who are on the front lines like me, who are on the front lines of this shit and working every single day for shit pay. And we go in there fucking coughing on them. <coughs> <laughs> you got any fucking masks? Do you have gloves? Do you have any bleach I can fucking pour on my head? Those are the people on the front lines because they're there on a daily basis trying to have a smile on their face, but they won't because they're miserable. But they're there at least. You should get, slip them a five, right? Slip them a fucking Abe Lincoln. Say, good good job. Stay healthy, bro. Godspeed. Because they, they, they deserve it. They do deserve it. I don't know, man. The lap of luxury is crazy for these kids these days, isn't it? Isn't it? If you remind yourself, if you didn't get a chance to go out as a child, think about this shit, man. So their lives are going to be turned upside down. And I just said this to my son yesterday. He's a fucking 14-year-old dipshit. He eats everything. And last night, yeah, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get this snack and that snack. I'm like, well, I even said this to him. Wait, wait. What if we have to ration, buddy? What if we have to fucking curb our appetite? What would you do? He would eat us out of fucking house and home. He wouldn't give a shit. He would leave us for dead. He'd be that guy in every fucking horror movie who pushes the women and children out of the way to find their own safety. That's what, it's, it's, that's what he would do. He doesn't give a fuck. If we had one last black bean left in our can of black beans that we hoarded from Costco and we got the last eight pack from, from the organic, of course, we got the last eight pack of beans and we've gone through them over the course of the last two weeks because we can't survive. He would eat the last bean from, uh, from under his sister's nose. I know he would because he's 14 and he doesn't give a fuck. And I think that's how kind of society will be anyways. We're just going to eat that last bean under everybody's nose until we're all gone. And maybe that's better off. Maybe we should leave this shit to the animals. Maybe it should be like fucking I Am Legend and have fucking elk and, and deers rampaging through the streets chased by fucking lions for whatever reason. Or a tiger, whatever it was in that stupid movie. The book's better. Read the book. Read the book. I Am Legend. Much better. Was it Matheson? I think that's the guy's last name. Read the book. It's a lot better. No Will Smith. The, the narrator, the main character wasn't black. I don't, he wasn't a scientist either. He learned. He had to learn shit. He had to learn how to do shit. That's how we're going to survive. You got to learn how to do shit. You can't be a fucking scientist and all of a sudden have a lab in your basement and learn how to survive this fucking vampiric apocalypse or zombies, whatever they were. You can't. They were vampires in the book. They made them into some weird fucking hybrid. Whatever. This is how we survive. This is how we're going to survive. You got to learn it, right? Wear your fucking cloves of garlic around your neck and walk outside and every once in a while pop one of those cloves in your mouth and fucking chew it. Garlic's good for you. It's an antiviral property. It'll make your, it'll boost your immune system. Immune? Immune system. Eat it. Eat a fucking clove. Just shove it down your gullet. Just swallow it down. It's going to be better for your gut anyways. So, on a lighter note, um, yeah, so it's my wife and I's, uh, uh, wife and I's? Mine and my wife's uh, anniversary today. And yeah, it's a big, big, big occasion, I guess. Big occasion. So, well, we'll say hi to each other later. Maybe give each other a hug and fall asleep at nine. Um, with a, you know, half a glass of wine on, perched on the fucking nightstand next to us. We're not doing anything. We've known each other way too long. We've known each other longer than most kids stay at home, right? Before they're fucking crawling through the, uh, trying to claw through the walls of their parents' existence. We've known each other longer than that, so we don't care anymore. But I guess we should celebrate. We'll do something. I don't know. Any suggestions? Well, that's good. The five listeners here, any suggestions? Maybe after the fact, you can tell me what I should have done. 
should I have bought myself some lingerie? Should I have bought myself a banana hammock and enticed her with my fucking 41-year-old uh, going flabby body? Trying to stay in shape still. Dad bod. It's, it's the dad bod. It's coming. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. Should I entice her with my fucking spider veins that have broken out for some reason uh, uh, along my rib cage? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe my I didn't let my broken ribs heal well enough, so spider veins came in and kind of uh, helped the cause. Any suggestions are warranted. I'll, I'll take them in. I'll take heed of any of those uh, suggestions that you guys have. But yeah, we made it. We made it this far. And are we going to last another 20, 16? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I, I live day by day. I live day by day, um, as you could probably tell. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what job I'm working at next year. So how the fuck am I going to know if our marriage is going to last? But we've gotten this far. And uh, what lately, uh, as parents, I guess, um, and something I've been struggling with lately is is when my 14-year-old son, he's wanting to date. He's wanting to date this girl that he knows in his class. And he's known her since last year because he started a new school last year. So he's known her for less than two years, and he wants to date her. And he's he's been having these fucking triggered, normal, more than normal, because he's always fucking triggered. He's been having these tirades of, you guys don't let me date. I want to know what it's like to date before high school. I'm like, man, you don't want to know what it's like to date. You don't ever want to know what it's like to date. Uh, I'm going to live vicariously through you because I was a fucking loser with, with women most of my life. Most of my life, because look, at, I'm married to the same woman for this long. I'm an idiot. So I'm gonna, I'm trying to live vicarious with, vicariously through you, child, um, as most good parents usually should and do. Don't try to set any goals for yourself anymore as an adult. Just live through your kids. They're gonna be that stellar athlete. They're gonna make it to the NBA and the NFL. They will, even though that shit's suspended now, and we probably won't ever have major league sports in this country anymore. Um, and all, everything's going remote. We're just gonna have to watch shit online. We're gonna go to school online, distance learning. Social distancing is coming. Schools are going to fold. We're going to have everything on the fucking computer. Robots are coming. Max Headroom's going to be your teacher in every fucking classroom. Heed my word yet again. Listen to me. I'm Nostra fucking Donis here. I called the fucking Disneyland closing down, I think, last podcast. I, or at least I mentioned that the coronavirus is going to spread there and people should go to Disneyland still, but they're closed. So listen to me. I'm a fucking soothsayer. I can predict the future. So everything's going remote. Um, and maybe dating should go remote too, which it pretty much is anyways. But with my son, uh, he wants to date this girl, right? This little 14-year-old girl. And I've met her once or twice. Don't know her that well. I don't go to the school that often. It's, it's, it's half hour away. It's an hour-long you know, commute back and forth. So I go there for teacher, parent-teacher conferences. I go there when there's a festival or a play. I've been there. But I don't know a lot of his classmates other than the ones that have you know stayed the night here and there. But I don't know this chick. I don't know this girl, but he wants to date her for some reason. He wants to date her so badly because he thinks he wants experience before high school, which I kind of understand, kind of understand in this day and age. Kids are getting fucking uh, periods at fucking seven years old. Kids are getting balls are dropping at nine, nine years old because of the fucking GMO food that we eat. That's what it is. We're all, we're all fucking growing up too fast, but he wants to date. I get it. I get it. He's in that wheelhouse. He fucking showed me his armpit hair the other day. He asked me last night, Dad, do you have to shave your balls? He actually asked me that. So I'm, I'm glad we have that open relationship where I have a son who can ask his father, Father, should I shave my balls? And I said, it's up to you, buddy. Just got You got to get a good machine. You got to get a good clippers 
Because if you've got any little fucking uh, little wrinkle down there, it's, you're going to clip it off and it doesn't doesn't heal well. It bleeds out, man. It bleeds out. And God forbid you got a little mole on your dick because if you hit that, you're going to the doctor or you're putting a fucking septic pencil on that shit and it stings. But no, I said if you want to shave your balls, you can shave your balls. Once, once you get hair on your balls, it's up to you, buddy. It's your choice. That's what I give to my children. I give them the open choice. When my daughter... When she asks, am I, gonna, am I supposed to shave? I'm not going to go there. I'm not telling her that. That's a mom question. You go to mom. You go to mom and you tell her. Because knowing this woman for a long time, I don't know if she shaves down there. Every once in a while, it's like, yeah, it looks a little different. I don't know, though. Does hair fall out? Do women have their fucking coochie? Does their cooch hair fall out naturally? Or do you shave it too? I'm not asking that question. I'm not dealing with that question. But my son, I get it. He wants to date. And the good parents that my wife and I are, we said no. You can't date her. You can't date this girl. I'm sorry. You might like her. You might think you like her, but nah, I don't think you, I'm not gonna take you to Subway for a, a you know six six inch fucking uh, uh, BLT and a cookie. I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna do it. And not because I don't want him to date, but just because I think he could do better. And that is is that harsh? I think my son can do better. And I think that's what it came down to for my wife, too. We both kind of talked about it a little bit when we get a chance to fucking talk when there's no kid hovering around us. But we both talked about it and we're like, yeah, yeah, she doesn't look people in the eye. Uh, She seems fairly lazy. Uh, The few field trips that they've had in junior high, she always bows out on because I think she's lazy. I don't think she likes to do any active things. She's one of those people that probably just lays around and does nothing, which is kind of a growing epidemic. In this world, isn't it? Uh, I don't think she does much. And, you know, son, you're you're kind of an active kid. You're a wiry kid. I think you want someone active mentally and physically. At least, I hopefully, that's what you want in life anyways. You want someone who kind of makes you better, not brings you down. So that's kind of the excuse we used. And I guess she's testifying in court or something for her family. I don't know. I don't know her at all. So if you have, your, if you have a 14-year-old testifying... In court already, that might not be the cream of the crop. That might not be the pick of the litter as a girlfriend that you want, your first girlfriend. So we're kind of trying to, like, yeah, urging them away from that. And we have people in our families that have not made the best choices with mates. I'm not saying I did either. I'm not saying I did. I'm sure my family at some point be like, damn, Josh's wife is a bitch. I know that's happened at some point because she can be a bitch, as all women can be. And I know at some point her family would be like, Josh is a fucking loser. I know that's happened. What job have you had? What job are you doing this year, Josh? Oh, I don't know. Oh, did you get that job? Oh, have you sold your novel yet? I don't know how many times I could fucking hear that question. Oh, how's the screenplay? How's this going, Josh? Any publications lately? Yeah, I'm a fucking loser. I got it. So that's happened. We don't choose usually the best mates. And my wife and I, we've screwed the poot. We fucking, we, we struck out on both sides. We struck out on both sides of our family, but we're both sides are fucking poor with, with not a lot of success. Sorry, family, but uh, we, yeah, we, we didn't, we didn't win. We didn't get, we're not getting the dowry. I guess we, uh, I guess I, could, I should say we're not getting any dowry and we never received a dowry. Isn't that what happens? Isn't that what maybe prearranged marriages should happen and exist in this country because you would get a dowry and I can't remember who gets the dowry. Is it the male that gives the dowry to the female side or is it the female's parents that gives the dowry to the male i can't whatever it is it's a fucking good system and it's working over there but it it doesn't work here but we struck out we don't have that so maybe we're i'm trying to i'm I'm being cautious over my son's first pick 
and a girlfriend. I want him to win the lottery. And again, if I'm going to live vicariously through him, I want him to date the best, the brightest, the richest, the hottest that's out there. Is that so hard to ask? Is that so much to ask? Does, what, does that, what does that make me? It makes me fucking smart, doesn't it? I'm not going to give my son choices. I'm gonna, no, I'm not going to let him have his own free will and self-determination. I'm not doing that. No, I'm saying like, nope, she's a fucking bad egg, right? She's a bad seed. Go get the fuck. see that one over there? She's a good seed. I know what her family does for a living, right? You could tell she's going to be looking, good looking because I've seen her mom before. Her mom's like 45 and still hot. So that, go for her. That's the, that's the advice I, I'm going to give him. But that's not what we did give. What we said is now you can't date her. And we kind of gave the reason, of, yeah, you don't need a girlfriend. And then we kind of gave the reason, yeah, she doesn't seem like the best egg in the, in the, in the pack, right? Um, but I think what it came boils down to it, and this is hard to say, and it makes us seem like dicks, but we are. We kind of said she's, nah, she's just not that good looking. That's, that's what it came down to. She's not attractive. She's not an attractive person. And my son, and I'm uh, fucking take it from me. I know I am not, I'm not going to win any fucking modeling prizes. I'm not going to get any sort of contracts anytime soon. Those of you who know me, you know me. Scraggly fucking tooth, fucking crinkle cut ears, big Jew nose, varicose veins on my fucking nose, right? Bloodshot fucking yellow eyes. I'm a disaster. I'm a fucking mess. Someone put a fucking M80 in my mouth in the in the womb and fucking fucking blew it up. That's what I look like. I look I'm a monster. I'm a fucking monster. So I'm not one to talk, but I am one to talk because I know what beauty is. Uh, because once you're ugly, you know what good looking is. You know what handsome is. You know what pretty is. So that I, that's what it came down. It boiled down to that. Nah, she's not good looking. We didn't tell him that, of course. He called us racist uh, against her because she's not white. Well, I don't give a shit about that at all. Right? I don't care about the good for you, man. Fucking spread it around. Yeah, get get all cultures, man. Date them all. Date them all. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me at all. Right? It's just a... There's no color. We're blind. We're colorblind. We're colorblind. But we're not fucking blind to what's not... What's good looking. Um, so that's what... That's, that's parenting 101. I don't know. Did we do good? Did we do... Again, parents out there, help me. Help me out. I need help. That's what this is for. This podcast is a call for help. It's a call to arms. That's why I started this fucking thing. I can't go see a therapist. Remember, I, 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 I isolate myself. I socially distance myself. And going to a therapist is actually talking to someone. What if they got the CV? What if my therapist that I choose to not go to, what if they have the coronavirus? That puts me at risk. Remember what I said? I'm one of the chosen few. I'm the fucking pizza delivery driver in a zombie apocalypse that becomes the hero. That's me. So I can't, this is my therapy. So what I need is help. So whenever you say, oh, Josh, you're an alcoholic. Josh, you're an alcoholic. Josh, you need a therapist. You're, you're mentally unstable. That, uh, that's what I need. I need. I need you to do that. So fucking comment for Christ's sakes. I have 541 downloads, not one fucking comment. If I get 1,000 downloads from my five listeners, I need a comment. Help me out. Facebook me, boomer. Facebook me. I need those luxuries, right? I need this. This is what our, that's what therapy's going anyways. So did I do wrong by not let my my son date a non eye contact, going to court, testifying, ugly 
young girl? <laughs> Did I do that? Am I, is that is that in the wrong? Am I in the wrong there? Am I in the wrong for living vicariously through my children? Am I wrong? Is that is that not right? I thought that was right. That's how I don't know. I'm trying to change the pattern here. That's the goal of any parent. Change the pattern. Do better than I did, son. And of course, for my son, because he's my lineage. He's got my name. He's going to put the fucking Lander's name in gold. In fucking gilded goddamn fucking structure somewhere. He's going to be up on a tower which is with his hot fucking wife. Who's a money-grubbing whore. I don't care. She's hot. That's what I'm looking for. That's what he should be doing. Don't go for your... Don't look for personality. Personality's stupid. There's no... That doesn't matter. Right? Dude, you don't fuck personality. You don't take pictures with personality. You don't show your friends. Look at one... You don't show profiles of personality. That's... That's what... You fucking show an Instagram yoga model with her ass in the air. That's what you show. So that's what I want for my children. That's what I want for existence of my children. It'll be different from my daughter, though. My daughter, she's going to date an ugly, goofy, fucking snaggletooth dude. That's what she's doing. That's her future. Unless she's a lesbian. Then I'll say date the hot chick. She doesn't want to, I don't want her to be the butch one. She's going to be the hot one, right? Both of them. They're both going to be hot. But what, is that creepy? Is that Joe Biden creepy? Probably. If she dates a dude, though, she's only six. I ain't thinking about that shit yet. She dates a dude. She's dating the nerd, the fucking ugly guy who has a future. That's who she's dating. No hot guys for her. That is, I know that for certain. All right? So go get your fucking toilet paper. Go get your organic pasta. Go get your shit to survive for two weeks. Because this is what's important. You're going to spend time with your kids because they won't be in school. And when you have your conversations with your children over these next two to three weeks, when you're at home in your fucking pajamas or your robe, you're streaming fucking Netflix, have a sit down with your kids. And if fathers out there, if you have a son coming of age, have a good sit down with them and say, son, don't go for personality. Look at the world out there. The world is shit. Personality gets you nowhere, right? Nowhere in this world. Brains, smarts, don't get you anywhere in this world, especially if you're a woman. Uh, <laughs> they, they don't get you anywhere. The only thing that gets you places is going for the hot chick. That's it. That's the only goal you need in life. If there's anything I can teach my children, it's that. Go for the fucking gusto. Go for the cream of the crop. Go for the top of the line. Cut some fucking throats. Step on some necks. Break some knuckles. Get there. You need that fucking pack of toilet paper in big lots. Fucking throw a brick through the window first and elbow people out of the way. Stomp on some heads. That is the only way to survive. And be safe out there, kiddos. Be safe. Isolate. Get away from people. Don't talk. Social distancing. Distance.